life happens. And Pippi Mama, Carolyn Osorio, writes about it and talks about it. With us right here on KGMI. Carolyn, you asked me a, a question over the weekend. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Um, you said, what does it take to make a good politician? I said, well, good politician is a kind of an oxymoron. And we started talking a little bit about local politicians rather than the, the national ones who seem to be more concerned about you know party their party affiliation than anything else. And the state ones are kind of like that, too. But, you know, your council members, your port commissioners, your school board members, they're running the things that really impact us the most. And we got to wonder what makes a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the thought crossed my mind because um, I live in unincorporated King County, so I can't really vote a lot of the, um, there's some some things obviously I can vote for, but there's like the city council in Renton. I had a column in Renton, and so I was very deep into the Renton, the city of Renton politics and the kind of the players. And, and something interesting happened about six months. There's a, um, a councilwoman who basically hadn't gotten any endorsements or even, you know, acknowledgement from like five of the six council members and they've since come out against her for a completely different, you know, somebody who's running against her. And I just thought that was interesting. So I, I reached out to her and I'm like, what's going on? Why is that? Not only is that your council members not supporting your reelection, but also the mayor. And she was like kind of focused on, oh, well, don't worry about them. Look at all the people who are supporting me. Mm-hmm. Well, now that it's getting closer to the election and it's a very tight race between this other woman, um, you know, the, the knives are kind of coming out and all of these people are just kind of like all these like leaders in the community are like kind of dissing on her. And it, it, it led me to ask that question, like, would I rather, you know, what's a better politician, somebody who can't get along with people, but does, you know, it's kind of like, you know, get stuff done mm-hmm. or somebody who kind of just toes the line and is going to go with. And I think that the answer, you know, I talked about it kind of lies, you know, somewhere in the middle where in my mind, a really good politician is somebody who, who wants change and, and, and wants to, you know, kind of be a lightning bolt for, for different things and not just stay stuck, but in bureaucracy, but but also who can reach across the aisle or reach with people that don't necess- they don't necessarily agree with and, and pull them in and, and somehow come to, you know, work together. And, and, and I think I wish we had more, more people who, who, you know, put their hats in the rings, who had those, those specific skills of being able to both, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I absolutely do. You know, I, I worked in covering local politics for about 25 years now. And Usually, to me, at least, the best local politicians, council members, commissioners, that sort of thing, are the ones who are passionate about issues, will fight hard for their point of view. But when it's all said and done and it's time to you know, maybe negotiate or whatever, they understand that they need to compromise. And when the vote's finally taken, even if they vote against it, they support that because once the council has made a decision, it's the entire council. It may be a 4-3 vote, but that doesn't mean that the three people who voted against it shouldn't support the new law because the council is one. And, you know, I, I the people that I think can accept losing, I mean, fight as hard as they can to win, but then accept losing and move forward and work together with the other council members and the city staffers at, or county staffers at that point are the ones who, who I think um, end up doing the best, in my opinion. But, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Well, it's kind of like 
like, you know, with the Seahawks, I mean, not to bring in sports, sure. but like they had, they had an amazing game yesterday and that other team was like, they fought so hard and both of them fought so hard and both of them wanted to win. But at the end of the day, the Seahawks won, but you know, the other team members, you know, knowing how disappointed they were, they still went and shook their hand and like, you know, the coaches came together and that's, and that's something that, you know, we need to see more of that, you know, the, instead of like these sore losers that just hold on and that's what causes all these divides. It's like fight for what you want, but, but then, you know, be a, be a good loser. You know, there's, there's so much to learn in losing just as much as there is in winning, you know? It's and interesting. I, I think that, well, it's interesting you mentioned the Seahawks because of that, that really was true with them. I mean, they went out there and battled hard with the Houston Texans on the field, just battled, battled, battled. And the Texans were coming off this, this week where their owner said, you know, we can't, you know, allow the prisoners to run the prison. And a lot of the Houston Texan players got upset about that. They just felt it was inappropriate. Obviously, you're comparing this to prisons now. This was in reference to standing for the national anthem. And then part of the reason why you saw all those people get together after the game is because, you know, they're together on that issue. You know, these are all, most of them or a lot of them are African-American athletes who have had to, who have seen what real racism is and and all the members who participate in these um, in these protests are, are all kind of standing together. Just, it, it doesn't matter what team they're on. So they all came together for that greater cause. But yeah, they battled it out. You know, they weren't friends sure, when the game sure was did. going on. You know, they weren't friends when they were um, battling out there in the football field. But afterwards, they set that aside and moved on. And that's, I think that's what you're talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I think that we're, you know, we need to get back to the, you know, having a little bit. And, and, you know, you could say, well, throughout history, there's never really been, you know, there's there's been lots of mudslinging and, and there's never really been this decorum. But I think that, I think that there was. And I think that there's their pur- a purpose to it. It's like a respect. Like, you don't have to agree with everything somebody says to listen and be respectful. And, and it's their right to have their opinion, you know. Right. And, I, and I think that a good politician has that ability to both, you know, charm the person, you know, that they're trying to, you know, it's kind of like debate, you know. Right. And, 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 and focusing more on those kinds of skills as opposed to, you know, this kind of like everybody is on one side and, you know, there's no middle ground, you know, learn to bring more to the table than just this, this you know, my right. side or nothing. So. Right. Carolyn Sario, Pippi Mama, thank you very much. I'm Trace Hills with Katie Gray on your afternoon show on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com.